0: Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com slash bmovie. Over 180,000 titles to choose from on your iPhone, Android phone, Kindle device, uh, iPad, whatever. Whatever you
1: got. Whatever you, whatever got. you got. We got it. We got, we got it. it.
0: For you, the listeners of the B-Movie Breakdown Podcast, Audible is offering a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service you can listen to so many books, so many Dean Koontz, so many Stephen King, Harry Potter. That's a popular thing, right? Why not listen to some Harry Potter?
1: Harry Potter's good.
0: Harry Potter is good. It's, it's great. I never read the books, but the movies, they're solid. The books, I imagine, they're just as good, if not better.
1: Well, if you watch the movies but close your eyes, it's like you're listening to an audiobook. Oh my goodness, I never
0: thought about that
1: so (laughs) i'm sure the audible audiobook versions are much better
0: they're probably they're probably fantastic so uh you can download any of those or any other free audiobook by trying audible.com to download your free audiobook today go to audibletrial.com slash bmovie again that's audibletrial.com slash bmovie for your free audiobook today now stay tuned for a fellow FCF Network podcast advertisement. In a world where we hate everything except for the things we love, there's the Low Blow podcast. So join us every week as me, Adam Z, me, Dave Rowan, and Chris and Naomi.
1: She might be naked. I'm naked! Fill your earholes with unbiased reviews of movies, TV shows, comic books anything Florida does, and basically the rest of the internet, right here in the FCF network. So please, check out all your favorite downloading podcasting apps for us, the Loblo
0: Podcast. Appropriately inappropriate. Ow! Welcome to B-Movie Breakdown, episode number 167.
1: 167, we're two away.
0: Two away from 169.
1: I just think it's a good number. Don't be dirty about it. Corey. I didn't, it wasn't dirty. You're thinking some dirty stuff.
0: I, I, you know, I can't think anything dirty after this week's movie. So it's, it's impossible for that to happen.
1: Do you you just think morbid, terrible thoughts?
0: I I mean, this only, that's the only way to think, but uh, as always, (laughs) I'm Corey. And with me, as always, I'm what I'm here, but I'm not here today. You're here, but you're not here. We're doing this for the first time ever via Skype. Uh, Nick was a little. So, I,
1: oh, sorry. I just want to say I hope I don't sound like total ass.
0: No, you might. You might not. I'll make sure you
1: do sound like total ass. If you don't, that's uh, fine.
0: It's a video chat
1: right now, so I can tell that you look like
0: ass. Oh, that's so, rude. That's, is it, that's you're that, a fucking rude dude. And a I'm sick just, and a yeah, sick dude. That's so, why. Uh, that's thanks. why we're doing this via Skype instead of the <laughs> uh, the
1: norm. That's right. This will be the future. Eventually, no one will hang out. We'll just talk on yep, Skype. We're, just,
0: we're done. We're done ever seeing each other yep. ever again. There's no I mean, reason. I'm just saying
1: general humanity. It'll be Skype Town.
0: Right. So uh B Movie Breakdown is a weekly podcast where you find the humor and enjoyment in low budget lesser known films of the past and present, home of the good, the bad, the what the fuck. Each week's movie will be uh mentioned at the end of every podcast, so you two can join in on the madness. Like this week's movie, we mentioned it last week, and it's available on YouTube in full. You can watch it, and you can uh, have some fun with us and listen to the podcast and comment on the, on the episodes and let us know uh, what's what.
1: Real fun, or just watch your mind break.
0: <laughs> or just watch your mind break. Uh, if your mind isn't broken, you can contact us uh, on our website, com. You can also listen to the podcast there. You can listen to the podcast on Apple Podcast, iTunes, Stitcher, wherever the hell you find podcasts. Uh, you can also reach us on our Twitter at BMB podcast on Facebook and on Instagram at Movie breakdown, hit us up, follow us on all those places. Quick shout out to the tandem take podcast. They're still doing a great job over there. Uh, check those guys out. We're also part of the FCF network. Uh, so check out all the great, uh, FCF network podcasts, go to the Facebook page, FCF network on, on the, the little old, Bookface. Uh, book face, the book face, Nick, do you have any, uh, plugs of your own?
1: I write and illustrate comics on Scatterville dot com. You can find me on Facebook at Scatterville Stories and also the Instagram. <clears throat> you should do that. Give me a like, give me a heart.
0: Ooh, give me that give um, that hard art.
1: No, what oh wow. Hard art. Wow. A hard heart. Now, early, earlier you said if your mind isn't broken. You should email us. I think if your mind is broken, I would want to read that email more.
0: <laughs> right, yeah. Uh, it might be, because this week on the podcast, we watched the 1991 Christmas special, The Christmas Tree. This was a uh, family home entertainment uh, special. I don't know if you remember FHE. They put out like uh, all the Ninja Turtle VHS tapes. I always remember seeing the FHE logo. It was like written in crayon.
1: I do remember that.
0: Yeah, so they're the ones that put out the Ninja Turtles, and they also put out this Christmas special. That is uh, it's a, it's a good, it's a good thing for kids to watch.
1: I don't think this is even made right for kids. <laughs> who was the mar- who was the market for this?
0: I have no idea. So uh, we'll get into it here just after the theme song. So stay tuned for 1991's "The Christmas Tree." It's the best of the worst.
1: Let's tear into it There's, because it uh, tore into my soul.
0: This movie, this movie tore my soul apart. Honestly, uh, it's heartbreaking. I was, I was sad during many parts of this movie,
1: like legitimately I stop, sad. I couldn't stop laughing.
0: I also couldn't stop laughing, but like the kids, they're they were drawn so like they just look sad, like their faces. They just look so cute. There's like these cute little kids, and then you just felt so bad for them because they were they were just like being treated in all the worst ways imaginable.
1: Well, that's why, that's why I, um, I would have the laughter. Cause you know, when something, you know, laughing is like a survival mechanism. So, you know, when like something's real awkward, you have no choice but to laugh. It was a lot of, Oh my God, what is going on? Yeah. That's all I could see to myself. You know, I was these, these kids, What is going on? they
0: never ate food. I don't know how they're alive.
1: Well, miss, miss Mavilda. And that's not even anyone's real name. Mavilda. No one's last name was Mavilda, and if it is, you should change it because it's terrible. <laughs> I mean, uh, do you run an do you run an orphanage? And does the mayor give you donations from the town? And do you use the <laughs> donations from the town to just play mad, serious poker games and get drunk with your friends in the orphanage where oh, the kids are? Oh my god!
0: Why did she continuously keep playing poker and she just no, would it was lose? So funny.
1: That's all she would use the money for. She's an addict. She uh, She'd never win. And, How about that one time when she woke up, we're skipping ahead, where she goes, oh my god, I have such a hangover. Like, what are you doing? (laughs) You're taking care of children. There's like nine kids there. Like, seven kids. But Uh, nine.
0: There were seven. Nine, including the the two that were Judy and, uh, what was it? Roy, or Ray. I think his name was Ray.
1: How about the fact that I expected to see more of their father and just, nope, he's at the mill. He
0: had to stay in a boarding home as part of his job. Yeah, he
1: was working at the mill in a boarding home. That's my point. Well, the the (laughs) thing is... I figured I I would see him more during the course of the film, but it's just up to Judy. It's just up to Judy. The thing is, who...
0: I don't even know what year this movie is supposed to take place. Right.
1: Is it before (laughs) or after the Great Depression? Or is it during it? Definitely not
0: 1991. Is it during the Great Depression? So, whenever this movie was supposed to take place, who is just showing up to towns with no plan. <laughs> just here. I'm here with my, our family. We somehow were able to afford train tickets and we got it. We got it to this town. We're going to start a new life for ourselves, but no idea how we're
1: going to do it. Our, our only and you just go to the mayor and he gets you a place to live and a and job. Is, who does do you, did you know the mayor previously? Both I don't He got both people a job. <clears throat> both parents. Judy and Ray. Well, Judy was like an indentured servant. Yeah, but she was still getting paid. Was she, though? Was I she mean, uh, paid? I can she only got assume. She got a place to live. I feel like that was all she got. And she was only, I mean, she did see her kids
0: more than she was supposed to be allowed, but she was only supposed to be allowed to see her kids 30 minutes a day.
1: Yeah, what the hell? What kind of job is that? she could have written down, yeah, when you work in the same place where you're, and when your job is to, like, take care of the kids, you only see your kids a half hour of every day?
0: Well, like, the, how, she, she was only supposed to get to spend time with them, like, outside of working for 30 minutes a day.
1: Well, and how about, like, when when they show up to the orphanage to be given a home, they basically get a Harry Potter room. A Harry Potter closet. <laughs> yeah. You sleep on the stairs. There's like nothing there. There's a ratted old mattress in the corner. And Judy's trying to make the best of this terrible situation. And she's like, oh yeah, I can lay this this ratty mattress on the ground. And like, and then my the kids, they can have a place to stay. And then, Mavilda was like, you think your kids are special? No, they have to sleep with the other kids. They can't sleep with their mother. What? The, the, honestly, right,
0: though, that was honestly a better thing for them. Because otherwise, they would have to sleep on a ratty mattress.
1: Right. But like... I don't – the, the setup was that it was supposed to be like a bad thing. Right. The kids are going to special treatment. Like it was like the special mattress they couldn't use that yeah. was in the corner for decades.
0: Well, they just wanted to be treated like all the other kids, just like complete shit. Uh, I mean the kids were so – so. how did nobody catch on to this for the longest time? How long was was Miss Mavilda running this orphanage? How long have all these kids been there? Nobody's been adopting these kids. Uh, she's just been, she's just been ruining their lives. She, they, 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 their lives are so terrible that they have to talk to a tree. They name it. <laughs>
1: Mrs. Hopewell. They give it a gender. It's Mrs. Hopewell. And they pray to the tree. <laughs> they pray they, that they get parents. Yeah, that they'll get parents one day and have a happy life. And That's just, it's just having fun. And the way she was getting away with
0: everything was anytime the mayor would come, she would dress a couple of the kids in nice clothes.
1: And like the mayor didn't catch on that there's only two kids in the same clothes. And then how about the creepy shot where there's just a closet with hangers and just those two clothes, like yeah. the, the the boy outfit and the girl outfit. Yeah. And then she just closed. The closet. There's no other clothes in there.
0: It was real weird. Uh, it's not good. She would change them back immediately.
1: Yeah. She like rip them off their bodies.
0: Yeah. It like, was, it body. was just like the worst situation. She used all the donation money, no matter how much it was for gambling uh, she wouldn't even let them have a dog that was like a stray dog, licorice.
1: And was licorice.
0: <laughs> he's a tough. He's tough, dude. He he's is a tough. tough dog. We can talk about it later. But he's a tough dog. He was a tough dog, and 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 uh, so when these cur- Judy and her kids have to stay this stay at the orphanage, her kids are Lily and Pappy. Uh, one weird name for a a child.
1: Pappy. I feel like maybe that- Pappy is like short for like. Nope, nope. Yeah, nope. It was short for Papito.
0: Papito, <laughs> nope, not a thing. It was
1: Papito and Lily.
0: Pappy's like a nickname. It's you. Somebody would give you, or like a nickname for like a grandpa. Pappy, not that's not a, that's not a name somebody's given, especially at a, when they're a child. He's
1: he's he acts older than he is, so they call him Pappy. He he does
0: act older than he is. Well, at least they think he does because they're like, hey, you, we need to go on this mission and you got to go by yourself.
1: <laughs> yeah. And the whole point was, cause he had to go, we're jumping. I had a few parts, but his point was to go find the mayor. But then they, then he's like, cause he's smart. He's like, Oh, the mayor, the mayor isn't at the mayor's office. He's not going to be there. So like, I know where this place is, but he won't be there. And they still make him go anyways. They make him go to the fucking North pole and that's just going to the woods. Well, they they had their
0: little map and they're like, oh, we live close to the North Pole. They didn't know where they they didn't know where they lived.
1: Well, yeah, because they're using their their Atlas as a pop up book for little kids. <laughs> <laughs> this is it's literally the most
0: insane Christmas special ever. Uh, I mean, when you have a Christmas special in which one of the children in the in the in the movie or special or whatever says adults ruin everything. That was cool. Yeah.
1: Man, all of Miss Mavilda's quotes are great. She I...
0: she was just the worst. She was just just one of the. How how heartbreaking was it when the when Pappy and Sally or Lily, I mean Sally, uh, Lily first arrive and they don't want to really talk to the other kids at first because they're just shy, and they want to see Lily's bear, and she like lets them have it like they've never seen anything like this before in their life, and it was just oh. so heartbreaking. It's just like, oh, my God. This woman let them have nothing. This woman literally let them have just
1: nothing. Corey, she had priorities. All right. She needed her three friends to come over and then just drink and gamble every night.
0: I mean, I understand. I hope you I bet you do. I, I understand fully what she what what her game plan was. And her game plan was just absolutely just piss poor. It was just it was just sick. It was sick. That's like, that's, that's the, that's the main thing there. Her, her whole, her whole lifestyle was sick. She was an awful person. She, how she got away, how Miss Mavilda got away with anything. And Judy is just so nice and gullible that like, she just wasn't catching on. Like even when she like was catching on to some of Miss Mavilda's like bullshit, she was still just like, well, it's okay. I guess we could just have, this is life.
1: This this story had to take place during the Great Depression because that's the only way the situation makes sense.
0: I know. Like, even oh yeah, I'll live, this,
1: I'll live this orphanage and then just be your slave, basically. That's fine.
0: <clears throat> and have to tell the kids like, oh, you can't play outside
1: anymore. But Judy takes it upon herself to make. Um, I don't like referring to a tree as a person, <laughs> but she had to make Mrs. Mrs. Hopeful fun. She builds a slide on her and a swing. Yeah, so kids can play and have fun on the tree. Which that's just oh my god and Mavilda was fuming from the from the um from the windows just oh, Yeah, she
0: was so pissed and then she was How- pissed that the mayor asked Judy to help Miss Mavilda pick out the new clothes for the kids and toys for the kids for Christmas because Mavilda wanted to spend all the money, which she did on gambling. She did. But she was so worried that Judy would catch on, even though she was already catching on, that she was gonna set her up in some sort of scheme that she was stealing. And then there was this other woman that she did this to prior. That like, was what happened to that, that, that woman.
1: Yeah. Like that one, she's in jail somewhere. Her <laughs>
0: life is ruined. And like if Judy's life was ruined, obviously Ray still exists, their dad, but like Pappy and Lily wouldn't have had a, a had a mom for a while her, until, her until Ray, Ray came back and she was just going to kick those kids out on the street because they knew too much.
1: What, yeah, what a weird conspiracy. <coughs> it's not good. Like, I just didn't
0: understand, like... I didn't understand how Judy wasn't questioning things early on. Because, like, when she's having to explain basically every Christmas... Anything about Christmas to these kids. Like, the whole town is, like, celebrating Christmas. These kids live in this town. They There's things going on. They're so clueless. They're so sheltered. They don't know anything about anything to do with christmas judy should have questioned it right there like oh you live in this orphanage and i know the mayor gives money but like you guys don't know anything about christmas like that's not weird right like nope it's just normal let me explain to you about santa claus and how he creates wishes but you can't say all your wishes at once
1: judy was just wrong with the punches she just dis- i mean it's slow i mean it, it- it comes together, I think, in a reasonable way, because why would you assume kids don't know about Christmas? So, are like, oh, that's weird. That's weird. I mean, <clears throat> I was hoping Judy would walk in on one of these gambling extravaga- extravagances. Yeah, what were they doing?
0: They said that, that nobody could hear them.
1: It was, I mean, when they showed the house, it was in a, a lit room in the front of the house. Was there a speakeasy in the front of the house? I don't understand.
0: Yeah, I, I have I, no, uh, I have no I idea. Have no,
1: all I know is that it's Miss Mavilda is just the worst person on earth.
0: She literally was like, there's, there's some evil villains in movies, but she might be one of the most evil.
1: I mean, I was just, you know, we were talking before the, the podcast started briefly and vaguely about just the Punisher and there's nobody in the Punisher as bad as Miss Mavilda. <laughs> no. I, needed, I needed Frank Castle to kick down the door and put a few bullets in her head. And,
0: it, and It's funny. Cause like, you know, another popular uh, thing at the time as well, uh, 101 Dalmatians. de Deville, pretty evil, wanting to kill puppies. But
1: uh... and even Cruella wasn't. I mean, at least puppies are like not human, right? I mean, like Cruella's fucked up, but she just likes she just likes to look fashionable.
0: Yeah, she was trying to make coats out of dogs, right? Which I mean, <laughs> that's fine.
1: She wasn't making coats out of kids.
0: No, she wasn't. She'd probably make her make kids make the coats out of from the puppies. She wasn't, she wasn't like, "Oh, pappy,
1: you got a nice, you got nice skin." She wasn't doing that.
0: Uh, you know who I feel like would say something like that? That dude Mel, who was like her guy that she was gonna have uh, Judy be set up by. I don't know what his deal was. We didn't really get a whole lot of him,
1: but he seemed like a big creep. No, Mel was awful. And that reminds me of how about how about the guy who was gonna use a chainsaw? Oh, Frank, and and cut down the trees when the kids cut down Mrs. Hopewell. Yeah, the tree has a name. Cut down, Mrs. Hopewell. When the kids and Judy are in front of it, and then he's like, "But well, there's kids in the way." And then Mavilda's like, "Oh, she'll move. they will move." He's like, "Okay." <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> he goes, "I gotta do this. <laughs> no, you, I need. I gotta finish this job." So, like, he's strapped for cash too. He's gonna kill people to cut down a tree. <laughs> he might do it. I he was considered going to it until the bear pulled up.
0: He considered it uh but before that happens oh, um before that happens cuz that part yes. is amazing but lily decides to change her wish to santa and so does a, a few of the other kids and they want they just want like things to be like good and normal and ha- get their mom back and not fired and not have mrs hopewell cut down and um, shit, I can't remember what I was going to say. Oh, but during that part where they're, where they're talking about this stuff and how, what they want their wishes to be changed to, which was also just incredibly sad and depressing, uh, the one kid, his I don't know if he talked at all throughout the whole movie except for all of a sudden now he's going to start talking. The one kid's voice was super weird.
1: I didn't know what kid you were talking about at first because I was too distracted by... The by everything that I was being forced to watch. But what kid was it? I don't know. He was just like, his voice was like this. it was like a boy,
0: but it sounded like it sounded like it was a girl's voice that they put an effect on to try to sound like
1: a boy. Oh, that's possible. <clears throat> that's real possible. It was
0: he only spoke a few times, but every time he did, I was like, yep, that just sounds weird. It sounds like some weird, weird, fake. Uh, effect going on here, and it was just it was just quite bizarre. So when uh, we mentioned before, they send Pappy to the North Pole, and when they send Pappy to the North Pole, at first he's by himself, which is fucked up. Like he's just gonna this child is just gonna travel to the North Pole with him and Licorice, and uh, but then you find out Lily st- is a stowaway in the sled. How he didn't see her see her, I have no idea. The sled was not large, and it was in front of him.
1: Well, what a wild. Well, like, what a wild turn of events anyways. Like, the kids are so hopeless. They just found out Judy is being framed. You know, the plan is in motion to get her sent to jail for being a fake thief because she's going to get a basket. And then, like, the guy who gives her the basket is going to say she stole it. And then she's going to get sent to jail. So their only hope, try and save Christmas, is to have two kids run off into the snowy woods to the North Pole to find Santa to make it all better again. Like, these kids, it's just a bad time. This is a bad time. It is bad. And then, when they're on their journey, uh, they get attacked by a bear. They get attacked by a bear, a which g- is why I was saying a Licorice g- is a tough dog, because he battled a bear. And he killed that bear. He pushed the bear
0: off the cliff. He did. Off the other side of the cliff. Not the, like, sl- sl- like slopey side that Sally falls up, falls down. Like, the legit, like, you're dead uh, side.
1: Yes, the, uh, the bear had no chance. But it swatted Licorice a few times. It did. It did. So, like licorice, but, like, licorice is so fast and agile, like, he didn't get hit by any of its claws. Must have just got, like, a palm slap. Like.
0: And Sally, when she fell off a, off the cliff, uh, she's pretty much nowhere to be found.
1: No, like, she could have just, like, I, in a way, I expected her just to be dead. I <laughs> mean, the way this movie was going,
0: I wouldn't be surprised if a child died.
1: Do you know what I kept telling you as I was watching it? Because we were watching it in separate locations. That I would just be happy if Mavilda died. Do you know how close I came to that happening?
0: It came very close because
1: oh my when, God. when they're pro- when, s-
0: when they're protecting that tree, they um, they're protecting <laughs> that tree, and so uh, Pabby comes back with licorice and he's like there and all of a sudden the dad's back too he's back from work for christmas because it's christmas eve so they probably let him off work for christmas you know to
1: see his family In the he said, i'll see you guys around christmas again so him coming back made sense it wasn't random right
0: so he comes back and pappy comes back and he's like oh lily fell off a cliff <laughs> which is already just like <laughs> oh. oh this is something you tell your parents and well, so it's was just oh go ahead no i was gonna say they're just so unbelievably worried and when all this like, happiness-ish is going on... But it's like, happy, but not, because Lily's gone. But like they're going to form a search party, but then they're also just talking about being happy. And the mayor finding out about Mavilda and things like that. So, um... But once Mavilda kind of gets found out, she definitely she loses it. And is like, I'm going to cut this tree down myself, because... If, if, you know, I might not be able to win everything, but I'm going to win this tree getting cut down.
1: Yeah. She steals a chainsaw and starts being, looks real crazy. Oh, she looks like a fucking maniac. She's probably drunk we and can assume she's probably drunk all the time.
0: Oh yeah, for sure. And she, um, she, when she's wheeling this chainsaw about to cut the tree down, she gets struck by lightning
1: and i was like yes now you're going to die yeah bitch. and
0: you the whole time you were wishing she would die and your wish almost came true and basically she got struck by santa lightning
1: yeah santa is like he's an otherworldly force santa created li- that lightning and
0: zapped her <clears throat> and i thought she was dead oh. the and then he makes the like tree light up and you know it's like this happy happily ever after type of thing because Lily is in his sleigh, so I guess they were closer to the North Pole, or he just rescued her?
1: He rescued her. They were not near the North Pole.
0: Yeah, I, uh, I mean, who knows? I don't know. It's Santa is magic. Santa is magic, because also he was drawn different than any other character in this movie.
1: Did you notice that Santa was actually drawn like super realistic for a cartoon?
0: Yeah, he was drawn super didn't realistic.
1: Feel- Nobody else. Didn't have to, like, <coughs> excuse me, because he didn't have to emote. He just had to look like that Santa stare, like "Hey," and he gave a wink. He did, yeah. That's about it.
0: And uh, he talked too. He had a really, like you know, obviously, like deep Santa voice. And so, in the end, Judy gets in to be in charge of the orphanage.
1: Makes sense. The mayor finds out he's not happy with what's going on.
0: But at the same time, Ray is like, "Well, you're not going to be taking care of any kids." Because we're going to adopt all seven of these kids.
1: He said it real weird. He's like, we're going to be raising seven kids. And then it's just, they're like, how about she just works at the orphanage and takes care of them. And it's the same thing.
0: Right. But but now, (laughs) but now they have a mom and dad. That's fine. But now they have to wait for new orphans to come.
1: Yeah. So like now they they don't even have. So, like now, is this whole family just gonna get donations from the town?
0: Right, but now there is just no business. Like now, Judy just doesn't. She has a job, but she doesn't have a job. So, like, how 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 is her income a thing?
1: And then, how about well,
0: the thing is, is, and the thing is, so like that happens. It's like, oh yay, you know, Judy's got the job. Like the kids are getting adopted; they're getting parents. And then Judy walks over to Miss Mavilda, like, hey, be happy. It's fine. Everything's all good.
1: She should have been dead. She, yeah. Mrs. But, but she wasn't, and Judy was so nice to her. Yeah, I was pissed. Like, don't give me that shit. This and woman's then, a monster. And then at the end, it's
0: like, oh, Judy still has her job at the orphanage, and you know, old, old Miss Mavilda, she's doing all right. She's Judy's she's, assistant. You know what? Yeah, you know, she's good
1: now. Well, you know what happened? She basically got brought back to life like G- Duke and G.I. Joe the movie. Oh no! This evil person. No, she's really good now. She's fine. She's happy. The end.
0: Well, yeah, she had she, a. She learned her lesson. She got zapped by lightning, and now <laughs> she got demoted in her job. And she's the. She's the slave assistant. I mean, she needed. She needed to die. She didn't. She did need to die. And who like, knows? She, like, she probably she didn't could live have. much longer. To be honest.
1: Well, yeah, because she got liver alcohol poisoning, and her liver gave out. <laughs> didn't have shit for that back in nineteen thirty nine. It's, it's, it's quite true. There's, there's, like, she, she died for sure. She, she could have got hit by lightning and then like, you didn't have to show me her skeleton. She didn't have to be on fire. Her eyes didn't have to fall out of her skull. Just hit by, hit by lightning with a chainsaw in your hand, fall off screen and just be done with it. Just let it be. Just don't. It's a, it's a it kid's
0: Christmas movie. They gotta like have like the mean evil person like learn their lesson.
1: What happened to Cruella the Villain and Dalmatians? Um, I don't know. Does she die? Does she go to a, uh, does she go to uh, a kennel and take care of puppies? Uh,
0: I don't know. I think she gets arrested.
1: She gets punished. She goes to jail. She goes to a jail where the dogs are the wardens.
0: <laughs> I don't mean, I don't think so. I don't Nothing think that's, happened? I don't think that's how the that movie went. I'm pretty sure in that, in uh, 101 Dalmatians, the dogs could not communicate with the humans.
1: Yeah, well, when, they went, when she went to the special prison, she was locked locked behind bars, and there was like a dog, like, slamming his bone against the, the cage. <laughs> Jeez. <It's> like... <laughs> Sounds like some, like, rape scenario. What's up, Cruella? Well, you know, caged heat. You're, you're about to get a bone. Well, I wasn't writing dialogue, but now you are. Welcome <laughs> to the journey. <clears throat> yeah, it, I thought it was so
0: unbelievably <laughs> fucked, though, <laughs> that... Movilda Movilda and yeah. the and like the narrator he, he there was a lot of narration at the beginning of this movie uh, like I'd say the first like five ten minutes is just just narration and then and, the the end is more more narration and the, and just the guys are so jolly like well Movilda you know she's she's doing good she's a good person now she learned she learned she learned that she was being terrible I I don't think she did
1: she didn't learn anything. You know, the,
0: else... there's like in The Christmas Tree 2, it's Mavilda trying to plot to get her job back and take down Judy.
1: Yeah, well, The Christmas Tree 2 is just Mavilda goes and gets a gun and then kills Judy and like all oh the kids. Oh my god.
0: Jesus.
1: It's like a it five minute up... movie. Or, or maybe everybody dies except Pappy and Pappy just becomes Batman. Oh.
0: <laughs> and then like Mrs. Hopewell. You know what one thing I was expecting out of Mrs. Hopewell I thought at the they end talk. like um well not, not not just a talk I thought at the end when Santa came and like you know sprinkled his magic all over I thought that the tree was going to turn into an actual person and like somehow it was like m- mystically like trapped this soul trapped inside this tree and she was the real original person who ran the orphanage
1: the sentence press sprinkle his magic all over sounds terrible <laughs> Santa just sprinkled his magic all over Mrs. Hopewell.
0: <laughs> but wouldn't that be awesome if she w- there was really like a, a like it was a person, the soul of a person trapped inside the tree, and she was the real person who ran the orphanage?
1: That would be awesome.
0: Yeah, it would be great.
1: It would. Then she a- killed Mavilda,
0: <clears throat> right? Or Mavilda trapped her and took her identity.
1: Oh my God. <laughs> Didn't we watch this movie with a tree God? <laughs> yeah, we did. Didn't the, we do that? Yeah. M- that, so, was the, a, that, a, that was, was the a sequel. Christmas?
0: That was a sequel to Christmas tree.
1: Maybe this was the prequel. Yeah, you're right. Yep. It's. That be the <laughs> yeah.
0: This is the demon tree where they're sacrificing babies. All those kids were too old. That's why they couldn't be sacrificed to the tree.
1: Why? Yeah. Well, yeah. Why did that's why the kids had a bond with the tree. It makes sense, because the tree was gonna. Eat them. Go ahead. No, I was just gonna say, Mrs. Hopewell was gonna eat them.
0: Yeah, so I mean, but they're her servants now, so it's okay. And Mrs. Hopewell is now a like a city monument, like landmark. It's true. Yeah, and can't cut her down now. She's the, she's the official uh town Christmas tree.
1: That that's the sequel. Eighty years later. Um, there's a bunch of deregulation and rezoning and they want to cut down the tree to build some kind of shopping mall or something over the land. That would be a, that would be a good story.
0: Uh,
1: yeah, it would <laughs> a be a good, good, a it, good story. A it'd, be real, it'd be real great. <laughs>
0: it would. I was, I, I was yawning for a second there. Sorry. You're, That's you're fine. you put putting Stand. me, to,
1: you're putting me to sleep. Not that good of a sequel, then. If you're gonna fall asleep already reading the description,
0: <laughs> I can't even read the
1: description. I'm just falling asleep instantly. That's alright. Maybe the sequel should have more. Maybe the sequel should have more shit in it.
0: <laughs> like, uh, like last week's movie, the Un- unquenchable thirst for boner juice. A shout out maybe to three. those dudes.
1: For, uh, maybe when the, sweet the maybe movie. The yeah, that was yeah, that was a good time. But uh, maybe the tree should just like shit in all the orphans' mouths,
0: <laughs> or just like slowly rub shit all over their mouths with the branches. Because they said, like, the branches, they like to, like, think that the branches are, like, arms to give them hugs.
1: That's true. Or the slide that's built on her just goes into a big pool of shit.
0: (laughs) And there's just, like, titty maggots all over the, uh, all over Judy's
1: tits. Some of those, some of Santa's little magic stuff looks like little titty maggots. (laughs)
0: Little titty maggots and booty worms.
1: Well that, done, guys. Mas- that's the cro-
0: that's the crossover I need. So, like, if the guys from uh, Boner Juice are still, uh, are, you know, listening to the podcast, please make that do that crossover for us. Even just like a twenty-minute little animated claymation, whatever. Uh, I need the crossover between the Christmas tree and the unquenchable thirst for boner juice. I need I need that crossover movie. It could be a musical. You can turn it into a musical. Most Christmas specials are musicals. They it, are. Yeah, it could it could be yeah. a musical.
1: Christmas version. That's true.
0: Yeah. Boner juice, the Christmas special, but with, with Miss Mavilda and Judy and Ray and Pappy and, uh, Lily and the other orphans who will re- remain nameless.
1: Uh, you said you needed that. That's a pretty strong, um, <laughs> phrase. I need this.
0: It's something I need in my life. Desperately. Yeah, you need...
1: Right. You know, there's, <clears throat> there's certain, goes...
0: there's certain things I want and there's certain things I need. And that's right. definitely well, that's, a need.
1: Well, what you need is you need, you know, number three is like a you know place to live. Number two is like food to eat. Number one is a Boner Juice Christmas Tree crossover musical filled with lots of shit. Yep. That's what you Okay.
0: Yep. I mean, they'll just get, they'll just have shit just dumped all over Miss Mavilda at the end.
1: See, I'm sorry I opened the shit gateway, but it needed to be done. <laughs> I mean,
0: you're the one that did it. Like, I wasn't even, I wasn't even ready to talk about shit. But you, you were all about it.
1: You know how people just like to talk about things that make them angry. It's called, it's called Fox News. You like to talk about things that make you angry. Well, you know how people do. Oh, so people, yeah, yeah, I and do so know like, how people do. Like that's like Fox News. Well, that's like Fox News talking about Obama is like me talking about shit. They <laughs> just. They just hate it so much, but they just keep talking about it, and it's like maybe you guys should talk about something else.
0: It's it's true. Uh, so so next week, I just want to clarify: I'm
1: not saying Obama is shit. <laughs> yeah,
0: I, I think that's understood. Uh, so, I would hope so. So obviously, this was a completely fucked like Christmas special. I don't think I've seen a Christmas special more fucked up than this.
1: It's pretty intense.
0: Like I've seen some. Like Cause... I've seen. There's like some sad ones. Like. Um, Emmett Otter's Jug Band Christmas is definitely, like, a sad Christmas special. It has, like, a happy ending, but there's, like, really sad moments in that, and it also deals with, like, poor, but these are, like, little critters and stuff, but they're, like, they're, like, poor and they can't afford anything, but whatever, it's, like, sad and depressing, but this is, like, fucked up and sad and depressing on, like, so many different levels and, and I think, it, I think it'd be hard for another Christmas, anything Christmas related to even like reach the depths that this does. Even, even like Christmas horror movies, you know, they're fucked up people dying around Christmas and stuff like that being murdered by Santa clauses and whatnot. But still this, like, this definitely, this definitely, you know, took the cake there.
1: It's not good. It's not sure. good.
0: Well, n- maybe, sure. n- maybe next week's we'll, uh, we'll lift our spirits a little bit more. So since uh. On the podcast, we've only ever done like one Christmas special prior, which was the He-Man She-Ra Christmas special, uh, which go back and check out that episode. That was when Dana Mae was on the podcast and a uh, the, the special is ridiculous. It's uh, Orko accidentally kidnaps two children from Earth. They teach everybody on Eternia about uh, Christmas and uh, they learn about Eternia's version of Christmas, which just so happens to be Prince Adam's birthday. Oh, interesting! Uh, <laughs> Jesus, and interesting. Skeletor learns the 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 meaning of Christmas and wants to share and give presents, and he hates it, and that's
1: funny. Uh, but mean, we did we did watch another Christmas special, I believe it was Star Wars.
0: Oh, we did watch the Star Wars Christmas that's special not, last year. That's... Shit, I forgot. I've, well, I'm so used to we watched you know so many like Christmas related movies like. Uh, some Silent Night, Deadly Night, and Jingle All the Way, and stuff like that. So, uh, I I I forgot about the Star Wars Christmas special,
1: but that was your brain doing you a favor. It
0: was. (laughs) So I I had your back. So I didn't have to see uh, what was it? Not Pappy. That's the kid's name in this. Something similar. Uh, his little beat off dream. Yeah, the grandpa. Itchy. Itchy or something like that. It was itchy. Lumpy or itchy or something.
1: Lumpy was his wife, wasn't it? I don't,
0: I don't remember. That special was just (laughs) fucked. All I remember, all I remember is like, is like the weird wet dream, and then like B. Arthur being in it, and it was just super bizarre. Um, she remember B. Arthur sang that song at the bar. It was really awkward. Uh, so I figured we're just gonna, we're gonna keep just going on these, cause there's so many of these things out there. And you don't really realize that they exist. These weird, like, bizarre Christmas specials. And one that I've never seen, and I can't believe I've never seen it before, and I really don't remember knowing that it existed, is the Ninja Turtles Christmas special, We Wish You a Turtle Christmas.
1: Oh, fuck. (laughs) I don't want to deal with that.
0: And it's a live action. They are definitely in the same costumes from the uh, Coming Out of Our Shell tour. And, uh, I hope Splinter looks the same as th- that he did in that. Cause he looks like, he looks really scary. And, but the, I, I just imagine it being super bizarre and super weird. And you know, there's like turtle puns in every song that they sing. Cause I know, I, you know that they sing a fucking couple songs. It's like turtle shells instead of jingle bells or something like that.
1: Oh, that's a good one. I was thinking like deck the shells. Yeah. Deck
0: the shell. I mean, you know there's like some stuff like that and the you know the lyrics are going to be horrible and corny and it's going to have a poor, it's just going to be bad it's short it's, it's, only, it's only like 20 25 minutes it's a short one uh so it's an easy watch and it, you know good, good 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 these good christmas specials there's so many good ones that are out there you know the your, your classic Rankin Bass uh, Rudolph and all those, and uh, Frosty and the Grinch and Charlie Brown and the Muppet Family Christmas and stuff like that. There's so many good classics, but yeah, there's these weird ones that just kind of go under the radar. And uh, the turtle one is definitely one of them because I, I mean, I remember seeing a turtle like Christmas episode from the show, but definitely not this live action um, special.
1: No, I have never seen this, so, so I can't. I can't wait to see it now. Yeah, I can't wait to see it now. So, so next
0: silent. next week on the podcast, we wish you a turtle Christmas. For B Movie Breakdown, I'm Corey.
1: Cowabunga, dude. Cowabunga, What's
0: cowabunga Nick. Cowabunga Nick and no,
1: that's my name. That's no one's name. Cowabunga Chunky Monkey. Ah, uh, Cowabunga, you shit face, titty maggot. <laughs> you boner shit fart. All right, that's enough. I'm not participating. Yeah. <laughs> That's so That's come,
0: come back next week for more of the best of the worst it's the best of the worst Cockta Comedy Funhouse Network. <laughs>